Hello and welcome to All Villa No Filler, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. And so the Unai Emery Express train rolls on with a victory against Southampton. We'll get to that in a moment. And of course, Frankie will be tickling my tonsils once more with another of his spicy questions. But first of all, we start with the most important question of all. Frankie, how are you? Oh, I'm I've sort of been thrown. I'm tickling your tonsils later. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't yeah, wait Frankie, for that. Frankie, your, sp- your spicy questions—they always tickle That's my tonsils. They, they they hit the they hit the spot. They they get everyone talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but George, I've just I've just uh, I've just been at a, a pub in uh, North London um, with a load mm. of Arsenal fans watching Arsenal United. That was wow, uh, very exciting, uh, epic, and you know. it's kind of don't want to see a nation state win the league again this year. So I'm kind of rooting for Arsenal to do it. It's a bit late in the day for Villa. I think we've left it a bit late. I think our title charge will have to save for next, next season. season. Yeah. I think yeah. we're starting that. We're starting the process now and the next season when Tyra Mings lifts that Premier League trophy, I've got a tear trickling down my my face already thinking about it. Um, but George, you know, I'm part of the London Lions and there's been a lot of discussion about new songs that Villa fans could be singing, right? And yeah. uh, there's a man called Murray Cook who has written a song that I really like. It's been passed on to me by George Thorpe, very talented footballer, by the way. I like playing with him, intelligent player. But not only is he a good football player, he's a good musician as well. Right, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. He's, he's, he sent me uh, a, a tune about Bubukar Kamara that Murray Cook wrote uh, to the tune of... Uh, a Belinda Carlisle song, Oh Baby, Do You Know What It's Worth? So, George, you know, you know I'm a good singer, don't you? you know, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, you don't have to tell me. Yeah, yeah, this is my best, my best voice. You've seen me do karaoke. Oh, baby, do you know what he's worth? Booba Kamara is the best on earth. The French midfielder is just what we need. He'll take Villa to the Champions League. <laughs> What a tune! Uh, that is very, that is really good. And if it, listen, if if I could keep on to one player in our squad at the moment, it would be Booba Kamara. And if if we 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 probably need all the help we can get. So if that song, if he oh. can hear that and also kind of understand it, because I, I I don't know if his English is fantastic, but if he can understand that and know how much he means to us as fans, <laughs> maybe that will inspire him to put pen to paper on a new contract, commit to the Villa. <laughs> So I I am I love that. That's really good. What's a tune? That is a great song. Can we turn that into our uh, jingle or something? Can we do something with that? Maybe for uh, yes. the show? Yeah, well, I'll find a music producer locally. Pay pay, pay yeah. him as much as I can. So look, just get get this on get this on the All Villa podcast, please. Like properly. You know, you know what would be you know what would be incredible because I do think we we need more chance. We kind of hear the same ones over and over again. Oh, yeah. I love them, but you know, there's they you know they, we we it's the same ones. If we can get that going, that would be that would be great just from a diversity perspective. But also imagine the reaction from the away fans or the opposing <laughs> fans rather. They're thinking, hold on a minute, is that hold on, is that Belinda Carlisle? <laughs> The Liverpool fans are there. Are they singing Belinda Carlisle? <laughs> what the hell's that? <laughs> yeah, look, that song's so good. I tell you, if it was in Eurovision, for the first time in years, we'd be yeah. going to Latvia and they'd be like, UK, 12 points. Uh, we're going to go to Cyprus, who always give Greece 12 points. This year, UK, 
12 points. Yeah, well, you'd like, you'd like to think France would give us 12 points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing out one of their own. Absolutely. I tell you, I'd, <laughs> I'd make that the first song at my wedding. Turn up on my... my I don't my think girl, would be too happy with that. Yeah, my girlfriend's family all just looking around at each other. They're all Australian. And they'll be like, um, uh, who's Booba Kamara? What, what is this song? <laughs> and and I'll, I'll be looking at her like, have you not told them about Booba Kamara, the best CDM in the world? But this is a deal breaker. Where's the divorce court? She's only been married, what, half an hour? That's it. It's over. Game over. It's a great, listen, it's spreading the word of Booba Kamara at football grounds, at, yes. you know, weddings. Um, I think I think that can only be a good thing. And yeah. you know what was another good thing, Frankie? Oh. Beating Southampton 1-0. <laughs> It yesterday was. Was. Uh, so let's let's i think it's time to move on talk about talk about that win what did you make of it oh baby do you know they've got to sing that for the whole end please um please <laughs> what did i make of it well uh you know what like watching this game it, it was like aston villa particularly from the back in defense goalkeeper and deep-line midfielders were playing the ball around on the floor with such comfort. I contrast that with going to Crystal Palace away earlier this season under Steven Gerrard. And, you know, it was like it was just like watching that Simpsons meme, you know, the one where in the Simpsons they just the defenders just pass the ball to each other all game. Yeah. And yeah, the Springfield yeah. riots because they're so bored. But I was on the brink of rioting at that Crystal Palace game because I was so bored because... The defenders would just constantly pass it back and forth to each other over and over again and then belt it forward because they were put under pressure and they didn't know what to do. Now, against in the Leeds game last week, in the first half, what I noticed Villa kept doing was that Leeds would put us under pressure and we sort of resorted back to what we were doing under Gerrard where the ball would come to Mings, he'd take it onto his left, he couldn't find the pass and he'd belt it forward. And it felt like at half-time, Unai Emery, even in the post-match interview, said... I told the defenders to hold on to the ball a little bit longer, which would then tire out the Leeds press as they as we're just waiting until the last second, then we play it. And it's nerve-wracking to watch, but these are Premier League footballers, so they're capable of doing things that are going to... It's going to make us nervous, but they're capable of doing a lot more than we probably think they can. Um, and so this week, Villa never resorted to just belting the ball forward. They didn't panic. They just played it around at the back. And Moreno and Ashley Young would make options out on the left and the right. And um, Bubakar Kamara would come deep. And Kamara, my good, I mean, I, I, I go on about him every week. I mean, we, we've written a song about him already, you know. Um, he comes deep, he gets the ball. And if, if there's no option onto him, he's just happy to play it back to Emi Martinez. Good, he held onto the ball. But on occasion, he'll get the ball and there'll be a player or two players around him. And it's almost like he's got eyes in the back of his head, he'll turn into space, get the two players away from him and find that, pick out that short pass or the long pass. And yesterday, Villa were doing that all the time. It was it was great to see. And then uh, I think if I were to be critical, I thought that Villa, when we got to the final third, um, there were a couple of occasions where we just didn't quite have that killer pass. It's, it's, mm. I think Buendia was probably the man to make that pass and it wasn't really coming off for him which is probably why he came off a little bit earlier for Coutinho um, and sort of the strikers. Um, a lot of movement, a lot of trying, but not too dangerous considering the amount of possession that Villa had. Um, but uh, I think that Ollie Watkins getting the goal, massive, 
massive. He's been doing really well recently. Three goals, two assists, I think, under Emery uh, in the last five games. Really great stuff. And, you know, Danny Ings leaving. Ollie Watkins had to step up, and he did with a really solid header from a uh, lovely um, cross from uh, Douglas Louise. Uh, it was just... Um, it, it, it was a it was a really impressive away performance from Villa, where Villa looked very assured in possession, didn't ever really look panicked, and you could argue we were lucky to win. You know, in that Southampton had two goals, you know, one that was just offside, and one where they they did foul Jacob Ramsey, so it was right to be disallowed. But they'll say they were unlucky. Um, but a, a very assured away performance from Villa, and one that suggests to to me that uh, under Unai Emery. Things are just constantly improving. There is a plan in place, and this just feels really good. What do you think, George? Yeah, no, uh, it's um, it does feel good. It does feel very good. I mean, not you know, in my opinion, not not a great game. It's not going to live one that's going to live long in the memory uh, for anyone, but um, absolutely one we would have lost or drawn in uh, in recent seasons. Totally. Um, so for us to cut to 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 come out and and win it was really really encouraging it's one of those it's one of those matches when in terms of goals scored or even possession or um or you know any other metric you want to throw at it but but the fact that we managed to withhold a Southampton side who uh improving under Nathan Jones they they got that really good cup win against uh, Man City um impressive away win very needed much needed uh, away win against Everton as well in in sort of the battle to avoid relegation they're scrapping for their lives um Obviously, we had a bit of luck in terms of um, in terms of uh, well, I say a bit of luck. The VAR decisions. I think I agree with you. Actually, they were both correct. I think Southampton fans might think the um, Ward Prowse goal was unfairly overturned, but the fact is, uh, Elie Nussi did stamp on the back of uh, Jacob yeah. Ramsey's a- a- Achilles. Yeah, it, it, wow. it was a foul. It was a foul, and credit to the referee for and the and the um the VAR officials for 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 spotting it and and getting it checked because you know that's that's why it's there. So so that was good and um and yeah as you say Watkins scoring the goal it's uh, if we talk about Watkins just for a moment obviously we sold Danny Ings a couple of days ago so um you know Unai Emery has basically said to Watkins now for the rest of the season unless we make quite a dramatic signing over the next few days which I can't foresee in in terms of a striker anyway I know we signed Duran but he's absolutely one for the future we can't put too much pressure on him at all but mm. Watkins will be the man leading the line now for the rest of the season so there is added pressure on on him I suppose um he might he might not see it that way but um but but obviously we don't have another senior striker at, at the club um He's only scored four goals this season in the Premier League, that one included. Uh, so, you know, you, you kind of wonder with things. I know he's a great, he's a, he's a good goal scorer and and it's a shame to lose him because I think he was well-liked around the squad. Um, whether he was a bit of a millstone around Watkins's neck slightly, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've talked about often, you know, how they both fit into the team, whether one has to sit on the bench, the other has to play or, or, or how we change formation to accommodate both of them. It, it was always a conundrum, wasn't it? For yeah. Ever since Ings joined, he's gone now. So that that sort of issue is is resolved in, in that way. So Watkins now has to step up and, and, and deliver. I know Emery plays a bit more of a kind of 
442 so he'll have some he'll he essentially the number 9 um so he will be expected to to score a few more goals so i hope he really takes the ball by the horns now up until may and um and and scores more it'd be great for his confidence a really good header great ball from luis but you know he sort of snuck in watkins a little deft touch and and passed the keeper and it was uh, it was really really good to see um martinez again making it a really big save some uh, gineppo uh in injury time um you know so important to have him back and 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 back in form as well uh what so, so long may that continue what a save uh, that was brilliant brilliant save brilliant save and um and yeah it was it was it was just great and it's one of those ones we like you kind of you win you you sort of forget about it and move on and you focus now on, on Leicester in a couple of weeks but um but yeah really good performance and also the drone the drone Frankie <laughs> yeah I mean you know we'll do anything for subs on our YouTube channel won't we uh fly that thing fly <laughs> yeah. that thing up <laughs> Please subscribe. <laughs> Please subscribe. YouTube. Uh, we've we've that. risked uh, getting arrested for that. <laughs> uh, that. That was a very interesting moment. I couldn't really yeah. work out what was going on uh, to begin with. I thought, why is the referee pausing it? Why is he pointing up into the sky? I thought maybe he'd seen some sort of asteroid or something. <laughs> and he was, uh, but no. Um, <laughs> suddenly, St. Mary's was sort of like covered in dark, zooming shadow. So he's um, just, he's just uh, seeing like a, the, the vision of like a. A former Villa great just appearing in the sky. Juan Pablo Angel Julian Jochim just appears and he's looking up. He's like, that cloud, that cloud looks like Julian Jochim. Can you see that? Emmy Martinez. Like, oh, yeah. You know that, you know that like celebration when Angel scored, I think it was against Chelsea, and he sort of kissed his fingers and put yeah. it onto the, like, the camera. It's that sort of, like, sort of in the clouds, he could see it. Yeah. Um, could, yeah but uh, but, yeah. Um, but that was that... a very surreal moment. Uh, well, anyway. thing I want to, one thing I'll ask you, George, is Emmy Martinez, right? Now, I've heard two pundits in the last two weeks say that Alisson is the best goalkeeper in the Premier League. I'm going to be honest with you, and I, I you know, we're Aston Villa fans, so obviously we're going to be, you know, somewhat more prone to thinking that Villa players are the best and all this, and all, you know. Yeah. Emmy Martinez is the best goalkeeper in, in the world. That's yeah. that's my opinion. I, his form since that incredible save from Kola Mouani in the last minute of extra time in the World Cup and then the penalty shootout. In the last two games, the save he made at Leeds from Jack Harrison was absolutely yeah. unbelievable. The save he then made in the second half from, from Nonso to push it away from the top corner, world-class. And then the save from Gineppo against Southampton, incredible. But on top of those saves, I've, I think... You could say that Martinez has never really been a keeper who you would say is a sweeper keeper. I don't no. really remember him at Villa coming off his line all that much. But against Southampton, we saw something different where he seemed to be coming out very confidently and taking the ball away, like 30 yards away from the goal line. And there was one occasion, mm. I think, in the second half where he took it, held onto the ball, and he had two Southampton players coming in on him and then picked out a little pass through the through the gap which was like that's a that's a really top quality midfielder pass that one mm. um it was uh i just i just wonder if emery you know emery's coaching a new goalkeeper coach has said to martinez that not only do we want you to be the you know an incredible shot stopper that you are but be more confident in coming off your line and that kind of i thought was very obvious against southampton um I, yeah but... well, well 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 i hope so because because there have been some rumors swirling about the relationship between emery and martinez and whether you know they see they 
Greece, they have the same sort of football philosophy and whether Martinez, you know, will, will, will play the way Emery wants him to play. I mean, I mean, as you say, if I, I yeah, I, th- I think, I think there probably is more of an expectation under Emery for him to be more uh, capable with his feet um, as well as being an excellent shot stopper. I mean, if he can, if he can craft that into his game, I mean, my God, he really will be the best keeper in the, in the world. I think, I think he's definitely, so I was, so I was in London this weekend, uh, staying with my sister and her partner and, and we were watching the game and um, they, they have no interest in football really at all. And um, <laughs> I sort of, I forced them to watch it. Uh, and hopefully maybe, maybe some of it went in. I don't know. That's what I hope and pray. Every time I put the Villa on, I hope, you know, they become slightly more of a fan. That's my, that's my ambition really. Long-term goal. But anyway, they, um, they were watching it and, and they sort of dipping in and out of it and the ball and the camera went to Martinez Hmm. and they both went, hold on a minute. Is that, is that Argentina's goalkeeper? And I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, he, he plays for Villa. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, when's yeah. he? How long has he played? Like, they were like, how long has he played for Villa for? Like, what, yeah. that, how do you? How do you have him? It's like, well, yeah. we've yeah, we've had him for a couple of seasons now, and then and then they're like, but I don't get it because he, he's, he's won the World Cup. Like, he was amazing at the World Cup. Hmm. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Th- I think they just couldn't believe that because clearly in their minds they they obviously deduced that he was an incredible goalkeeper, which obviously he is, just from his performances for Argentina. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't really work out why he was playing for us and not, you know. Barcelona or Bayern Munich or another massive club that they've sort of yeah. have heard of as well. So it's just it's just interesting that he's kind of he's 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 definitely kind of in, sort of raised the profile of our club. I would I would oh, imagine people he, have he heard of Emma Martinez now. Yeah, it has so, to have done. So it was it was quite interesting to hear that sort of like have that discussion with my yeah. with my sister. Uh, That's um, fascinating. But, but yeah, no, I mean, he, he's yeah yeah it's, it's yeah it's I, I think they're so used because obviously yeah they know. I've, support Villa and, and have sort of semi sort of kind of followed them a, li- a little bit I guess mm. only because I do but they've never really heard of any players at all um, they yeah. don't follow it that closely God, they don't but, follow Vasta Villa what a bunch of losers <laughs> I know exactly and I can say that because uh, I, I can agree with you and call them losers because there's no chance of listening to this podcast <laughs> um, so, uh, so 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 yeah so like the fact that they 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 know now of a Villa player uh, because of his yeah. international exploits is is really good, and that just means that obviously more people will, will know about us and hopefully be interested in our results, and we can get we can get more fans because it'd he's, be it'd be great to increase the profile of the club he, just based on the players we have. He's the one of the most notorious players in the world now, notorious EMI. Yeah. You know, what, what, yeah. He's um, yeah yeah he, he's a uh, you know um, he was captain against Southampton. I think he was captain against Leeds. Um, that's why mm-hmm. John McGinn is out injured, and uh, so that you know, surely that has to be a message from Unai Emery. You know, uh, you know, there's whatever these reports are that they might not see to eye to eye. Well, what we're seeing on the pitch is that he's giving Emmy Martinez the captaincy, and he's saying to him, "You're the leader of this team. Go out there and lead the team." And um, he's done yep. it excellently. I. <laughs> I think I say it every single week on this podcast, but I love that Emmy Martinez is an Aston Villa player. And, um, you know, it really feels like we're building something under Unai Emery. Uh, and for mm-hmm. Emmy Martinez to be part of that process of a team of winners, I think would be just amazing, really. Um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, I thought Southampton game, um, like you said earlier, it's one of them games you just kind of half expect Villa to go away and lose. Uh, and I know Southampton are not, you know, they're bottom of the league uh, and they're not a very strong squad. I think Chad Adams up front is probably, you know, you're probably asking for trouble a bit really because you're not going to get many goals. 
Um, but uh, you know, it was it's it's a it's one of them games you go away. They've they've picked up form recently. They got a win at Everton. They won beat Man City in the uh, Carabao Cup. Uh, so you know, behind confidence, and Villa went there, dominated, and um, just looks so much better under Unai Emery. It's it's just um, it's a fun time to be a Villa fan. What is this crazy feeling? What is this crazy feeling, George? Mm, I know it's um it's it's good. I mean, it's all good, isn't it? And and um. And you know, you know, we have to talk about where we are in the league now. We're only three points off um, uh, sixth place now. Is yep. that correct? I believe yep. so. Um, so yeah, it's very much a case now of us of us looking up uh, instead of looking down. I know it's very competitive uh, at, the, at the top end of the of the table, and there's there's teams that are still picking up uh, picking up points above us. But you know, Brentford dropped points against Leeds today. Brighton yep. dropped points against Leicester. So. You know, the teams above us, you know, obviously Chelsea and Liverpool drew, uh, you know, two other mid-table sides. Um, so, bad, um, yeah. so, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think, I think, um, I think, you know, we've got to be positive. We've got Leicester next. Okay, after that, we've got <laughs> the, the, the the little matter of uh, Man City and Arsenal uh, in quick succession. But um, six points. Beyond... Six, po- <laughs> yeah, six points. Um, so, yeah, we just, we just have to take it. You know, it's very boring, but one game at a time. And um, I'm I'm very hopeful in the coming days we'll um, we'll strengthen our squad in in some capacity, and that will that will obviously help because we are looking a bit thin. I think we had two goalkeepers and a couple of youth players on the bench against Southampton, and yes. really only yeah, Coutinho true. and Matty Cash, I guess, were the players that could have made a difference. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we need to. I know we've got a couple of injuries, but but we need to we need to well, try and get a couple of players in through the door in the next couple of days. Aston Villa they've um, been there. I but no, I mean active, regard- active in the transfer window in the last week. I think I I, I think I think they will be. I, I agree with you. Um I agree with you. And yeah, I mean let's let's not give up this season, I think, fundamentally. We can't just say let's uh you know, so I mean it, it is a bit of a free hit this season because I think a lot of attention will be on next year once Emery has a full transfer window and a full summer to to implement his plans. Um, yeah. but we're still in we're still in contention for Europe um, this season we, we are uh, and and we need to kind of address it and and uh, and be positive about it just why not you know we're, we're in we're in the mix so yeah we are now. So, yeah, so let's, totally. let's let's be positive and and if we can take the confidence that we can that we obviously are building under under Unai Emery um, into the rest of the games this season then who knows what can happen and when we make the Champions League next season, do you know what's going to be the tune everyone remembers? <laughs> oh, baby, do you know what he's worth? Booba Kamara is the best on earth. The French midfielder is just what we need. He'll take Villa to the Champions League. Tune up. Tune. Lovely. All Villa, no filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. Me and George could be on the brink of a major fallout. We could be the Romulus and Remus of the Aston Villa podcast world as we venture into the frightening, spicy question. And today, George, I will tickle your tonsils. (laughs) Oh, yes, please. As you said earlier, as I ask you... Were Aston Villa right to sell Danny Ings? Uh, well, 
if uh, if if our listeners have stuck with us this far and obviously listened to my comments earlier, um, yeah, I I I I do think so. Um, I think I suppose the the one question would be the timing of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we don't really have a replacement for him. I know, as we, as we say, Duran is 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 joining us, but he's um, nineteen. Is he nineteen? Um, nineteen. Yeah. Very, you know, clearly very raw coming into a. Uh, a new league, new culture, new club. You know, you know, it's, and it's, not it's, not an Emery signing either, apparently. And not, yeah, not an Emery signing. No, that was that was the club doing their research. So it'd be interesting to see how Emery sort of works him into his thinking. But anyway, I digress. I think um, you know he is one for the future, clearly, and it, it will be interesting to see how what sort of part he plays in the rest of the season, um, if any. But we will see on that one. But fundamentally, yeah, he's not he's not going to be challenging Watkins. You know, we'll need no. you know ideally we'll need someone to come in and. And, and do that and it's just whether you know that happens in the summer or whether we have time and there's the quality available in january to to be that to be that player i mean ultimately the, the watkins ings um experiment failed i think it's it's it, it, it is fair it's, it just didn't no. work it's fair to say and that's not for want of trying coming clearly smith and gerard and emery to some extent, try to make it work um, by playing different formations, playing them together, you know, having Watkins benched, having Ings benched. But it was it was just, it was round pegs in, in square holes or vice versa. It just, it just mm-hmm. didn't, it just didn't work. It didn't fit. He's a, he's a great striker. He's a great player. And I actually think um, he'll do really well at West Ham and score yeah, goals to keep, so. keep them up. Hopefully not against us in March, but inevitably he will. Obviously, that's just what happens. But um, but yeah, he'll he'll be good. And I think that there is a clause in there that um, I think we get a few more million if he keeps West Ham in the league. So I kind of hope he does. I don't know about that. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how true that is. I think that might be one of the clauses. Extra ten million, <laughs> <laughs> at least. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, so so yeah, good luck to him. He, he seems like a really good guy. I think he was was a good guy to have in the dressing room. Very experienced, must have surely helped some of the younger players. I think on his Instagram page, he posted a goodbye, and some of the younger players were messaging him saying, you know, you know, thanks for everything. We're going to miss you and stuff. Mm-hmm. So clearly, he did have an influence with with some of the younger players. So um, so that is that is sad, obviously. But he's thirty years old, yeah. relatively injury prone, and just wasn't playing the amount of games that he would have wanted to play or, yeah. you know, we maybe expected him to play. So it's just basically, it's a, it's a, it's a problem that has been taken care of. Um, and, and it's, it, I think it, it works for both clubs. So it's, it's one of those transfers that you don't, you don't really regret. It's, it's, it's kind of a nice, there's no animosity there. It's, it's yeah. done. It's been dealt with and we kind of, we all move on. Um, so yeah, as I say, the only query is how, how we replace him what do we go for? Who do we go for? And when do we go for them? We've been linked with Dembele, Moussa Dembele uh, mm. at uh, Lyon, yeah. who by the looks of things has kind of been frozen out there because of Lacazette's arrival from Arsenal. Yeah. Um, so he hasn't really been amongst the goals this season, although he has been in previous seasons. So 21 league goals last season. Yeah. So yeah. clearly he has an eye for goal in, in Ligue 1 with a, with a good side, Lyon. Um, so yeah, if that if that gets over the line in January, I'd I'd be quite happy. I think that'd be a, he's a younger player. I think he's twenty six, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'll double check that. But he's 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 certainly younger than um, Ings. Uh, than Ings. So so you know, it's yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be interesting. And it, and if he's a short term replacement, then then 
fine. But if he obviously starts banging in the goals and doing it for Villa and and we keep him on for a couple more seasons, then great. I, I, yeah, it's it's just it's just the conundrum is how we replace things is the only issue. But I do think we are we were right to sell to sell him. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, slightly bailed out by West Ham to be honest. I mean, yeah, he was thirty years old, old, uh, one hundred twenty five grand a week. Um, contract that went on for another few years and uh, ultimately I think that that the weight of that contract and the amount we spent on him would have probably um, uh, restricted who Unai Emery himself could have brought in you know mm-hmm. and uh, we have to trust in Emery for the players that he wants for, for the vision he has and he never really played uh, Ings and Watkins together and you know in hindsight I think at the time, look, it was exciting on the day when Ings just appeared on Instagram, you know, on the day that Grealish left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I do genuinely remember thinking on that day when I saw it, thinking, what what does that mean for Watkins? Because in my head, I just built it around the idea that Watkins was our main man up front and we'd have midfielders playing off him or wingers playing off him. And then I thought, Ings and Watkins, well, does that mean Watkins goes out to the left in a 4-3-3 to play where Grealish used to play? Does that mean that uh, we go to a two up front? And the fact that neither Dean Smith kept like having to play around with the formation to try and fit them in. Gerard, who, quite frankly, I don't think was a very good manager. Um, so I wouldn't... Can I, can I just interrupt you there? Just some, some breaking news from L'Equipe. Obviously, a very well established French. Um, oh, while we're on air, organization. While we're on air, light. Well, not light. Rewreck. Strasbourg have obtained the loan until the end of the season of Morgan Sanson. Oh, so not not unexpected. No, but, um, but uh, I feel I can say that because Le Keep are a very trustworthy news source. Well, Le Keep, um, the Keep as well reporting today that Matteo Guendouzi might. Not be long for this world in Marseille. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I think because they've they've signed um, a midfielder uh, today in Marseille. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like, obviously, with Sanson going, we're even lighter in midfield. Yeah. So I would be very surprised if that was sanctioned without a replacement in mind in January. Well, so. Yeah. Well, again, you've got to look at it. You've got to think. You know. And joining uh, joining um, uh, Gilbert. Yeah, but you got to look at some of our signings in the last couple of years and think, you know, Ings came in and we couldn't work out a formation and like, well, what was the plan? Was there a plan? Why yeah. why did we sign him ultimately? Um, and the fact that three managers have not really been able to work out what to, the hell to do with Ings and Watkins would make me think that there, there wasn't a plan at all. Um, mm. You know, I know some people theorise that it was... Christian Perslow trying to cheer us all up after Grealish left. Um, you know, on top of that, I'd say a few of the signings have been, you know, big money signings have been somewhat inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sanson, another one, fifteen million pounds uh, two years ago. Um, that again hasn't really worked at all. No. So I think we're, the recruitment has to improve, obviously. Um, and uh, I'd like to think that Unai Emery is the man, finally, to turn up and improve it. And interestingly, there was an article written by John Percy this week in The Telegraph talking about how Villa have been uh, af- are after a uh, another director of football, or yeah. another sporting director, I guess. Um, mm. been linked with uh, someone from uh, Real Sociedad. Not going to pretend I know them too well, but the fact that 
that to me sounds like Emery has been given whatever he wants. Yeah, um, it does that feel perhaps like that. puts Perslow and Langer under pressure potentially. But it yeah. sounds like Emery's and Emery's Nasser Sawir is his man. It was Sawir who yeah. got him in. So it does sound like there's been a bit of a a sea change in the back at Villa. And a few players from the last few years have been let go. And I think we, we're lucky to get the 15 million quid in for Ings, to be honest. West Ham really needed a regular goal scorer. I really like Ings. I think he's a talented player. I don't think he ever quite fits it at Villa. And I think I would choose Watkins over him just for the fact that Watkins is younger and he's just a bit more versatile. And I think that probably suits Unai Emery as well. But good luck to Danny Ings. And I hope he, he does well at West Ham. You know, another thing is it's, it's all happened sort of very quickly. The fact it's the first um, transfer window uh, that Emery's been involved with uh, at Aston Villa and and he's really is calling the shots I mean normally January's uh, the January transfer window are, are, are relatively sort of slow burning affairs but you know not this one for for Villa we you know we, we let Gilbert go Sanson is is, is imminently on the move mm-hmm. um, Ings has gone um, and uh, you know we're, we're very strongly linked with a lot of players really so so as you said earlier in the show Frankie um, I do expect a lot of us Villa fans really do expect the next couple of days to be really busy, which is, which is not really traditionally like like clubs during in in January. They tend to evaluate things a bit more, and it's it's a much more difficult window to get to get things done because it's shorter, and um, you know players are still in contract and, and all the rest of it. So, um, but yeah, I think I think it will make for a really exciting uh, few days, and um, and yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing what he does in January, and 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 of course looking ahead to to the summer now. Okay, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I've been your host, George Linsky. Frankie, I will see you later. Oh, baby, do you? We've got to get that song going. We've got to get it going. But later, George, have a good one. See you later, Frankie. Well, you've done your, you've done your best during the show to try and make it an earworm for our, for our audience. Uh, and it is goodbye from me. We'll be back again with more transfer interviews in the near future. We'll try and do a show um, closer to a deadline day. But until then, come on, Super Aston Villa. <laughs>